0: yo 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 welcome back to cryptoholics
1: the show where everything makes sense because of the way we say it not because we're right
0: <laughs> yeah so we're gonna we're gonna drink and talk about some some uh, nerdy shit so that's the premise of the show i did not get to feel this week. i i decided to go with beer and uh and this amazing fucking koozie here that my friend made <coughs> that's got dildos on it. So, yeah.
1: Are you going to get me one of those from Cryptoholics uh, when we meet in... I actually
0: have a, a lot of them that I'm going to bring. And they may just be like something I give to everybody.
1: Yeah. That's the way to go. That I've is the got, way.
0: I've got this many... of. This one, no I've got uh, some other colors. So yeah, we'll have koozies to give to people, promote the podcast. That'll be fun.
1: Yeah, I like it, dude. There's so much to talk about this about today, but I don't really want to sound like like just a newsletter or or you know like this Monday morning kind of thing. But dude, a lot of things happened uh, this week.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I've been busy as shit, too, so uh, if you want to lead with something, uh, it seems like you got something in mind. Uh, I found some pretty interesting uh, things, and of course, we're going to talk about aliens and shit because of that hearing that happened, so go ahead, man. What you got? But first, I want to ask you, so... Sorry, I'm sick, too, Like I've got this annoying
1: cough, so my apologies in advance, people. (laughs) Yeah, it's fine. We all know that you are you are weak. I'm a weak
0: soy boy. Uh, <laughs> not, not a true alpha like like
1: Eric. Oh no, I'm also a soy boy, <laughs> dude. I I uh, I eat I eat my my tuna full of soy. I don't there get the go. soy-free <laughs> tuna cans. But you know what? Um, so I'm, I'm drinking ultra beer. And uh, I just uploaded a, a picture maybe two days ago. or, or Maybe it was like a mm. week ago. No, yeah, it wasn't two days ago. I wasn't drinking on Tuesday. I drink on Thursdays, but not on Tuesdays. Um, and Dave, uh, a member of the Leo Finance community, he said that, oh, look, it's almost beer. And while I agree with him, I mean it's only 6 carbs against what oh no it's 2.4 carbs against I think it's 40 from normal beers so what's your take on this
0: I don't even I'm scared to know how many carbs are in what I'm drinking uh it's not completely obvious on the can but it is 8.5% alcohol so I don't really care what the calories are to be honest it, you only have to have one or two of them and you exactly know, you're good uh, but yeah i've been been sticking to tequila lately and i was like eh, i don't really want to spend 30 bucks on a bottle of tequila right now yeah uh, fucking up for high fist
1: yeah but i mean i mean I, I i want to start with something very soft a very soft, soft topic but you see that's that's so people, well, not people, the system, the 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 powers that be, they have made us think for maybe a hundred years, maybe two hundred years. I have no idea how long. I just talk out of my ass, but right. they have made us believe that the the enemy are uh, fat. Okay. Apparently, we have an echo
0: on Twitter. I'm gonna readjust volume. It should be. Echo should be gone.
1: Sorry. Yeah. So they made us believe that fats are the enemy and that carbs are your friend. But but the truth is, and I I have a lot of information to back this up. I'm, I'm not going to cite this right now, but do your own research, people. Carbs are, are your enemies. Fats, good fats are actually positive for our bodies. Even if the system, even if the powers that be want to make us run away from fat. And carbs are are bad. That's why I drink low-carb beer, even if it's not as good as as, as some other beers.
0: Almost beer. Almost beer. No, I I get it. I get it. I should probably do that too, but these high high alcohol content ones are... uh, they're just so they're my favorite because they're like a dollar fifty, and you know, like I said, you only need one or two, especially when you have a cool custom made koozie with dildos on it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <clears throat> so, going <throat> to more interesting topics, uh, I think what everyone's talking about is uh, Twitter rebranding to X. Elon oh, Musk God. just dropped this uh, in a like. <laughs> Out of nowhere, no announcements, no anything. He just went like, oh yeah, Twitter is X. I mean, it fits his personality and it fits what he's been doing over the past uh, eight months. But uh, yeah, so Twitter is X now. And he's going very straightforward and very fast, at a very fast pace, into becoming the everything app. Of course, he's just getting there. We've been there for a few months already. I mean only a thousand people know about Leo Finance. But what's your take? Well,
0: uh, I can't wait for X videos. I can't wait. You know, the, yeah. the Twitter video. Uh I don't know, it horrible name choice is, is my my take. Uh he could have came up with something way better if he wanted to rebrand. Um, uh, but it's one of those things that has shock value. So he wants to be edgy and cool it's x because fuck you why not i mean he named his kid like a a a-12 or what the fuck ever it was that was pronounced kyle uh so it's just like one of those fuck you things for for pr really uh but if he does plan to integrate you know financial shit into the platform i can't see it not doing well but I don't necessarily see myself using anything like that.
1: Do you remember that a few days ago, no, not a few days ago, um, a few shows ago, around six months ago, when Elon Musk actually acquired Twitter, we were talking about the topic because it was trending and all that, but I did mention a conspiracy theory, and, and this is not a conspiracy theory right now. So it's not like it's not a problem if we talk about this before two or three years. But uh, I mentioned that and I, I just came up with this from what you said. So I told you that a theory about why Elon Musk was so fixed about buying Twitter was because Twitter was a leftist, uh, progressive, woke, cesspool, controlled by uh, the leftist narrative. And that's why he was so fixed in making censorship-proof, unbiased, and maybe now, right now, he's a little bit biased towards the right, towards the Republican points of view and whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I told you, so... He wants, well, the theory says that he wants to buy Twitter because he wants to get back at the leftists that stole his son, his first son, and he became very progressive. And, and he, he practically, as a, as a right-leaning person, Elon Musk lost his son, quote unquote. So some theories were saying that he wanted to buy Twitter to get back at these people. And Now he rebrands this as X, and you just mentioned that his his uh, son, uh, his most re- recent son, his name starts with X. So maybe this fades into the theory of 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 you know you are not gonna take my second son because now I'm renaming Twitter to X. So I'm like there might be some hidden meanings there.
0: Definitely could be. <clears throat> But he's also uh, gonna be taking away businesses' uh, yellow check marks or gold check marks, you know, that that verifies them as a business. Uh, if they haven't spent like a thousand dollars minimum in advertising on the platform, uh, which who the fuck cares if you have uh, a check mark, right? Because you buy those, you pay eight dollars a month for your Twitter check mark. Uh, or if you're a business now you're gonna have to pay a thousand dollars in advertising to have your gold little fucking check mark that means nothing but hey uh he's gotta fund his his wacky changes to the platform somehow right uh he 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 spent like fifty four billion on it i I don't think it's very profitable or I don't think it was maybe it is now Look at <laughs>
1: I mean, without all of the uh, paychecks that he doesn't have to give out anymore to all of these people who just made TikTok stories and what, well, TikToks and Instagram stories about a day in the life of a Twitter uh, mid manager where all they do is go to meetings, eat eat sandwiches and and stuff like that. Like maybe, yeah, he's saving a lot of money there. But to me, it sounds like uh, the 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 way that he's managing Twitter right now is okay. So everyone was able to do whatever they wanted before I came here. Now this is not a free for all game. If you want to profit from Twitter, you have to invest in the platform, and that's that's probably the main reason why he's giving so much uh, privileges to to uh, blue check marks. Because, okay, you're willing to pay $8, perfect. Then you can profit from the system. If you're not willing to give to the system, then you cannot profit. Do I like it? Uh, I'm not really sure, but I do like it better than, than, the, than how it was before, where they used to sell blue check marks. Uh, because before you just had to apply and they gave it to you, but they, on purpose they took a long time. So you had to pay employees uh, under the table so you could get your blue check mark.
0: Right, but now anyone can get one, you know, you don't have to get verified or anything like, you actually used to have to go through some kind of verification process, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, true.
0: So, you know, bots can get verified, Who the fuck ever can get verified but i guess if you were a business you could at least have a a standout different color check mark but who gives a fuck it's all on a platform called x now and everything just sounds weird now like what is tweeting called now it's called xing i guess Uh, you know retweeting is re-xing now i guess you know it's just a horrendous name choice and especially if you put videos on the platform now it's basically like x videos yeah uh yeah and i did got that joke
1: before (laughs) yeah that's,
0: that's porn so and i would i would bet that on a large sum of people's computers if they type the letter x in their uh address bar i i would bet that on a large portion of people's computers that the first thing that comes up is porn if they type the letter x in their address bar so horrible name choice
1: yeah, true. And you know what? It just feels like, do you like, do you think that Elon just like he has some plans and he says, OK, we're going to relaunch uh, on September 1st uh, and then he meets up with his team and all of that. And then they, they they come up with this strategy and all of that. But then Elon wakes up and says, fuck it, I'm going to announce it today, even if the code and, and all the branding is ready in three weeks.
0: Can you imagine this motherfucker walking into the office that we're in? Like, hey, guys, guess what we're going to do today?
1: (laughs) Pretty much. We're
0: going to completely change everything and then kind of go dark.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm not really sure if that's the the perception that he wants to give out or if that's his real personality. But it's just what, like, if you told me he did it, like he just woke up and said, let's rebrand, I would believe you.
0: Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, you're talking about the guy that would, like, be a complete degenerate and, like, tweet the word Dogecoin and, you know, pump the price, like, 30% and then sell and dump on everybody and, you know, I don't know. Yeah, he's... I don't know if I want that guy controlling my finances either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but
1: he is you know? playing 4D chess. But the perception I get is yeah. that he doesn't plan ahead. He just plays 4D chess because... He's a degenerate, and things go his way.
0: Like you said, he's playing fucking 4D chess. We're all just... We couldn't possibly comprehend his plan.
1: But not on purpose. That's my whole point. Yeah. I don't think he does it on purpose.
0: Uh, I don't know. It's wild. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh I guess soon the, the Twitter domain is going to be x.com and like I said I have a feeling porn sites are going to get a boost in traffic off accidental visits uh because of people typing x in their browser and having gone to porn in their browser so that's pretty funny to me.
1: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I I know that you went to get your passport a few weeks ago. I did I did so myself as well. And, you know, I always get uneasy, I get this anxiety uh, coming to me, they asked for my ID and I didn't have one because I don't like the government knowing where I live, even though they do know, but like, I don't like having that on an ID. So I used my old passport. So I had to go through a different process and it was uh, more problematic. But then when I got the passport, they scanned my, uh, my fingerprints and they scanned my iris. Did they do the same to you?
0: No, nothing like that. Um, mine was, it was shockingly, uh, simple. Like I went to a fucking, a local Walgreens or some shit and told them I needed to take pictures. They took my pictures. Took those to the, uh, I think it was the post office. I don't remember. Um, yeah, so it was, it was pretty straightforward. That's fucking wild. Yeah,
1: I felt so. You
0: know what they were probably doing, they were probably tricking you into signing up for WorldCoin and scanning your irises with the fucking orb. They got your ass
1: exactly, and that's 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 the <laughs> whole point. I felt so. Bad and so like like I was betraying myself or betraying my values or or and that I was in the system now and shit like that, and I felt so bad, and i i I was this close to not getting the passport just because they wanted to scan my my iris and my fingerprints, but I don't know, man, I feel so uneasy with that, and people feel so. Feel they, they 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 feel like it's so normal to scan to get your retina your uh, yeah your iris scanned oh. for a token like people are lining up for this shit
0: yeah you know and for those who who are listening that don't know what I'm talking about uh, Worldcoin is a gigantic scam uh, but it's a cryptocurrency that's supposed to. <laughs> supposed to be like a universal basic income thing for people and they have to stare into this weird fucking orb that scans their irises their face and you know ran by the one of the co-creators of open ai i think uh, i didn't know this at the time when i wrote the article like a year ago uh covering this and basically saying don't touch this it's a giant fucking ponzi scheme uh not only is it like harvesting your data with the fucking orb thing but Just the way they conducted the whole getting people to do it was pretty fucked. Um, So yeah, you have to look into this fucking orb and it scans all your shit and you get some world coin, which is cryptocurrency that you can supposedly sell or, you know, buy more of, which is I'm sure what they want you to do. And yeah, that's really it. And, you know, people are lining up to, to scan their fucking faces on this thing all over the world. I think mostly, at, like, eastern countries. I, I don't really know. Um, but the uh, the founder was like, someone's signing up every eight seconds. Uh, and I was like, that's really sad that people are lining up to give away their, their basically their entire identity for 25 of these worthless tokens but that's what people do
1: yeah and i mean it's just marketing 101 and people don't see through it like do you know that like for example when you go to a restaurant and you say uh well they they tell you hey so fill out this this uh this poll uh give us your feedback uh, put down your email and you will get a free pie on your next visit. So they are investing $2 to create a database of people who go to that restaurant. And then they that they, they sell that database uh, for way more money than, than what they're spending in fucking pies. And that's the same here like they are giving away free cryptocurrency for for people to give out all, like like you said their entire identity and uh what they're going to do with this database nobody knows but, th- but there's a lot of theories uh and and people do not do their own research and that's that's the main issue with cryptocurrency at least with stocks you have the SEC uh, uh kind of regulating i mean they are not protecting the user at all but they are regulating it to a degree um but but with these people should do their own research and they should know that chat gpt what this Sam Altman founder uh created co created with Elon Musk by the way and then Elon Musk uh went away because he didn't share the values that Sam Altman shared. Uh, because as we just mentioned, Elon is kind of more right-leaning and Sam Altman, as his previous actions have portrayed, he's very into big government uh, policies. And actually, Chat GPT and OpenAI is very censorship friendly. And... If you're asking for certain topics or, or if you want the bot to expand on certain narratives that those that do not align with some sort of progressive agenda, uh, the bot just doesn't work or just doesn't give you any input. So, well, doesn't give you any output. So if people knew what Sam Altman is in reality and what ChatGPT is and what WorldCoin is going to be, because it's going to be a way for the government to get, well, not the government, the world government to get information from anyone and everyone.
0: Yeah, and they, they sell it as, uh, you know, it's training, uh, what is it, training AI to, to recognize like, like human versus AI or something like that. So they sell it as, you're, you're just helping AI learn or whatever, and we're paying you. But the way they did this, like, over a year ago, is they they basically had people sign up, could be an orb operator, and they would go and, and try to get people to scan their faces for this shit. And they were paid about $3 uh, and up to $6 per sign-up at the time. So... Then they can also recruit other orb operators to be under them. So, hence Ponzi scheme. You know, they just recruit more and more people to do the same thing. Whatever, they're, they're paying them. You know, the, the ones at the top are not the bottom and blah, blah, blah. And then they're just recruiters and, you know. So it's really fucked up. They took advantage of a lot of their world countries and shit. Um, so, yeah, that was like a year ago. And all of a sudden, now, it's back, baby it's back and now you can go scan your face and get about 25 cents worth of crypto or what the fuck ever it is i I don't know uh but you can get your coins friends if you want your coins you can go get them but at what cost
1: yeah and so just to get some to give people some context um this is not a new kind of operation. All of the Instagram filters, all of the Snapchat filters, all of the TikTok filters, they are all working towards getting artificial intelligence to be able to, well, to, to learn. So all of the times that you just took a, took a video and you have like these doggy ears or, or this uh, cat uh, nose and whatever yeah like as fun as fuck it is fun as fuck for the normal person for for the basic bitch but i mean it's it's just a trick to get you to give for free the opportunity to ai that works a hundred percent for the government to learn from you so i mean you're 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 just helping the, the, the system to oppress you further, you know?
0: Taking that further. You know, anytime you snap a, a picture on your smartphone, whether it's an Android or an iPhone, and that image goes to whatever brand's server, right? And then it gets processed. And, you know, every time you snap a selfie, you're doing the same fucking thing. So... The argument is, well, my info is already out there. Why wouldn't I just go scan my fucking retinas? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: but it's... Why
0: it's, wouldn't I just go fucking scan them? I it, need my coins, bro. I need yeah, my
1: coins. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But it's the uh, uh, it's the values or the foundations of what you stand for, you know? I mean, of course, I know that I have a cell phone. I know that uh, my girlfriend has a cell phone and, and, and everyone's listening to us. But... But to go voluntarily and and say okay, here's my all my info, take it. I mean, it's different, you know. Mm-hmm. That's it like is. betraying yourself. Yep.
0: Uh, surrendering your privacy for uh, essentially nothing. Especially in terms of like getting a passport. You already have a passport. Why not just give you a fucking new one? you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They got to
0: make it like way complicated just so they can harvest some data off you and and do whatever it is they do with that data. Probably sell it, probably use it for all kinds of weird fucked up shit. Maybe you're an actor and they use it to fucking make a hologram of you for a movie. Whatever they do with it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and the thing is China is already doing it uh, in Minecraft. So, Uh, If you want to get out of the country uh, and your social credit score or your social score or your credit score, I I have no idea what it is, but it's just like if you are not behaving correctly or you are not speaking to the right people or you are not paying your credit or you are not doing like if you're not behaving like the government wants you to behave, your, your score is low and then you cannot get out of the country. And if your score is very low, you cannot go to certain uh, supermarkets. And if your score is even lower, you cannot even use public transportation. And they slowly, slowly marginalize people with low credit scores. And they achieve that because of the control they, they have over the population. So if that happens in the Western world, make no, no mistake, they did it with covid but what if they had the ability to not just tell you, don't leave your house, but to actually make that if you leave your house and you're not vaccinated or you're not using a mouthpiece or, or, or whatever, like your credit score is, do- it is down because you didn't get vaccinated, for example. So you go to a store and then you cannot pay with cash. You have to pay with, with digital currency and that digital currency whatever the way you pay it's connected to your credit score and if your credit score is low you cannot buy anything or you cannot go to restaurants or you're going to use the subway or whatever so that's where we're going with all of this i got two conspiracy theorists too too soon man
0: uh well you know It's funny, I I sent you some topics and I realized like three of them were related to like facial recognition shit. Um, Did you hear about the ESRB? What is it? The Entertainment Services Rating Board that rates like video games uh, that gives them like the E, uh, what is it? The T for teen, E whatever for everyone M, mature. Oh um, yeah. Whatever rating the game gets. And then you have to be like a certain age to buy that game.
1: Yeah, so if you want to play horror uh, games, you have to be over thirteen, or if you want to play gore games, you have to be over eighteen. Whatever, yeah.
0: Yeah, if you want to play manhunt, you got to be like twenty-one or some shit. Uh, whatever, whatever the mature one is. Or maybe it's eighteen. I don't know. It's been so long since I've even considered that because, well, you know, when you when you used to go buy physical copies of games, like you would you would see that on the on the case right but when you go to buy like a, a digital game i don't know about you but i don't think i've ever really noticed like an actual rating i just see the cover of the game and i click buy yeah you know but i'm sure it says it there on the product page somewhere but anyway so they're uh, considering using facial recognition technology to verify whether people are old enough to buy digital copies of games What's your take on this?
1: I mean, so, and Fark's broker, I don't know if he's still here. He will, he will, uh, he'll make some fun of me, but I'm a libertarian. So, <clears throat> as much as I talk shit about the left, I think the right is also pretty fucked up. I mentioned this because, not oh, yeah. because I want to turn this into political things, but, because I think, as a libertarian, that anyone should be able to do whatever the fuck they want. The government shouldn't mess, like shouldn't mess with it, and companies also shouldn't mess with it. Even if it's a private uh, company, I mean they're entitled to do whatever they want. But in the end, we are we we'll live in a capitalist uh, economy where if you sell, that's good. If people who are buying you shouldn't buy the the stuff that you're selling, well that's on them. If someone buys something that is bad for them because they are not ready to use it or they don't know how to use it, that's on them for not knowing how to use it or not being ready. Um, so so just, just to be completely clear, if you are 12 and you get a an X video subscription, and your parents are not there to control what you're doing or, or to guide you towards a good behavior or, or, or what's correct, then, I mean, that's on you. So I don't think there should be any kind of control. But on the other hand, I understand how, how uh, society is not ready to rule itself. And cryptocurrency proved this proves this uh, countless times. We are not ready for self-governance and we are not ready to take responsibility for what we do and say Uh, we're not even ready to do our own research, let alone control our finances. So, I mean, it's it's just two sides of the same coin. I do believe that people should be able to regulate themselves. And at the same time, I believe they are not ready. But not because they're not ready means that means that they should be controlled like little animals uh, flocked by uh, by some golden retriever telling them to go places and to do things.
0: Yeah. I mean it's just it's fucked up. I, I, I don't agree with it at all. Uh, I think that Asking for a credit card would be more effective than, than trying to scan the face of a child or, or the parent of a child. You know, at least if, if there's a credit card that matches the person, like you know pretty pretty well that, that that's probably legit and they're, they're probably of age to have that. So I, I don't really see the need for a facial recognition thing to verify the age of the person. You don't do that when people go to porn sites people go to x videos on accident when they're trying to go to twitter but people go to x videos all the time and uh you know all it asks is are you 18 or whatever and you click yes well it what's to stop a 12 year old from going there <laughs> you know so what's i guess my point is like video games are supposed to be fun Video games are supposed to be something that they're made for everyone to enjoy. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not one of those people that think video games make kids violent or whatever. You know, you, you can play what the fuck you want at pretty much whatever age, in my opinion, it's a video game who fucking cares what you, you know, how you're brought up is going to affect how you are. Not, not the video game. So yeah, I don't agree with it at all. I think it's pretty fucked up. And I think it's one of those, again, like a like a data harvesting thing uh, more than anything.
1: Yeah, uh, masked.
0: To sell ads or whatever the fuck they, they do with that data.
1: But you see, it all comes down to the same uh, idea. So when you give an entity power, that entity starts to set some kind of rules. So let's go back to let's go back a hundred years. Who decided that 18 years old was enough to, uh, I don't know, get enlisted or voting? Who decided that 21 years old was mature enough to have a beer? It was just a centralized entity that said, okay, we're going to say this is the age. So, for example, I know that in Denmark, uh, the age of consent is 14. In Germany, I think it's 13. In the US, in some states, it's 16. In some states, it's 15. In some states, it's 18. So it's just... Exactly, it doesn't make sense. And it's just arbitrary guidelines or rules... And they enforce them. So, who decided that a twelve-year-old cannot watch um, gore in a horror video game? Yeah, like maybe a twelve-year-old that lives in Mexico. I mean, he's seeing dead people from like from since he's ten. So maybe he's ready for a gore horror movie uh, or horror video game, right? So, well,
0: I mean, think about this. Uh, you know there's eight to to 12 year old kids playing Fortnite. they're killing people exactly in the video game that's the whole game so does that make those bad kids no they're playing a fucking game and i think as long as they're raised in a way that uh they can distinguish that from reality i think it's fine uh let them you know kill their friends in a uh battle royale game that's fun like playing games with the boys cool but yeah exactly
1: and and who 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 decides that the kid is ready the parents Mm -hmm. but that would mean present parents that would mean involved parents uh accountable parents blah 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 people who's ready to take accountability for their actions blah 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 so I mean, it's easier to to just say, "Oh no, the government says that you cannot play this game," even though I know that you can play it, or even though I know I didn't raise you to be ready to play this game, even if you are twenty five, because your mind is of a twelve year old. You know. Let's so- be
0: real, but I mean, it's not like this is going to prevent any any twelve year old from getting their hands on it on a game. Exactly, because let's be real. When you were a kid, I'm sure your parents were like, "Yeah, I'll go buy you Grand Theft Auto Vice City or what the fuck ever game." Like they they don't care. Your your parent is like, "Okay, they're clearly intelligent enough to and you know whatever to distinguish that this is not real life." So cool. I'll go buy them that R-rated game or whatever. You know, I played uh, Grand Theft Auto games when i was a kid and you know i played uh other other what you would consider violent games and i think i turned out alright. i'm not out here killing people but, you know <laughs> i had a great time though it was a good time, man
1: yeah i don't know man it's just it all falls down into the uh argument that they know what's best for you because you are not ready and it all falls down into politics where where people are just like oh they don't know better so we should decide for them Uh, yeah i mean i could speak about this for for hours and hours but
0: i feel like we have been talking about this for hours uh yeah (laughs) Yeah. i don't know Uh, maybe maybe i've had one too many of these but you know what it's been a a long week Uh, yeah
1: so uh, uh, writes was saying uh, this morning that I don't care what people say. I, I don't care what tweets I read. I don't care what videos I watch. I don't think there are aliens out there.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah, and he was so convinced. And I was like, dude, I mean, I wanted it like...
0: Great. How did I miss this? Well, I guess maybe I was busier asleep at the time.
1: Yeah, I mean, he just sent a thread, and I, I replied to him and said, "So you don't believe this, okay? So have you seen all the videos about this from this morning? I don't know if it was this morning or yesterday, but today it became trend, a trend." Yeah,
0: it was the, it was either this mo- yesterday morning. I think there was the hearing on uh, on UFOs, UAPs, whatever the fuck you want to call them, aliens and shit. Okay, there was a there was a congressional hearing about aliens and shit finally yeah. So, yeah, I think it was yesterday. Anyway, so I I would love to to hear this person's take on on everything because I I watched the majority of the the two hour hearing, uh you know, and they were talking about I don't know what UAP stands for. I'm too dumb. I don't remember. But UFOs, we all know what UFOs are. Unidentified aerial phenomenon, I think, is what my wife said. Or so, projectile or something like that. Anyway, uh, fuck you! Don't make fun of me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so they they had this uh, super high clearance military guy. Uh, I think his name's David Grush, and they had a retired commander from uh, the military there, and and some other guy. They were asking them all kinds of questions about, um, basically confirming that, you know, aliens do exist in some capacity. And when, when I say aliens, I mean, non-human species, uh, of beings or whatever. It's kind of how they said it. So did you watch any of it?
1: I didn't, but I read a lot. I somehow, I don't like watching videos except when I'm, uh, doing stuff that I can uh, kind of multitask because I I just don't like noise in the background. I do like to listen to to stuff. I know people really like to just have something uh, just buzzing, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But uh, when I watch videos, when I when I hear videos, I I want to be doing something. And I just today wasn't a good day, but I'm planning on doing it yesterday, uh, tomorrow and you know we mentioned this around a yeah. month ago it would be completely arrogant from the human species to think that we are the only sentient beings in the universe or the multiverse
0: after uh, how many billions of years is the universe old or is it is it longer than that i don't know i have no idea a- all of them I don't- this stuff but the, the universe is old as fuck so it would be it would be arrogant selfish to think that we are the only intelligent life come on in and in a universe that's supposedly always expanding and i think that's been confirmed i yeah. don't know i'm not a scientist but i think in a in an infinite universe there's no chance we're the only intelligent beings i mean that's just kind of how I feel. And that was kind of confirmed um, in a very vague roundabout way. Uh, like the dude was saying, they've been recovering crash space, cr- crashed spacecrafts uh, since like the 1930s. Yeah. Is it, but the funny thing about that is like, you, can you imagine a spacecraft capable of coming to our planet from another uh, planet or or other universe or whatever, and crashing. Can you imagine? Like they had the technology to get here, but they got here and they were like, "Oh shit!" Like uh, you know, they and then they just fucking crashed. Like <laughs> imagine that. That's so weird to me.
1: Yeah, like, and then you
0: have, you have a gravity altering fucking metal spherical orb thing that you're floating around in, and you just crashed. Like I don't that I don't buy that. Um, but supposedly. We've recovered uh, crashed aircraft, and you could deduce from that that those crafts had uh, pilots uh, in them, and that we have also recovered non-human biologics, is what they call.
1: Them. Yep.
0: So, and this is since the '30s. So, but the whole the crashing thing, just there's no way that like. did did Jim Bob and the fucking alien cockpit like go to get a Red Bull or something and like leave the fucking autopilot like (laughs) (laughs) they were advanced enough to get here how did they just like crash did they just like oh shit like that mountain came out of nowhere and they hit the fucking side of the mountain like I don't know what do you think
1: it is weird I mean some people (laughs) were saying that uh, it's not that they traveled for, I don't know, 100,000 light years to Earth and they crashed when they got here. Like one of the theories is that, dude, they travel, like they have thousands, hundreds of thousands of pilots exploring the galaxies, galaxies with a and And, well, accidents happen. Of course, like if we found five or ten, it's normal because... 10,000 were, were flying around the earth for, for 2,000 years. So accidents happen. But, I mean, that's, that's one very benevolent theory. Uh, in the end, Egyptians have paintings and hieroglyphs uh, talking about people coming from the sky teaching them to build pyramids so i don't think this been this has been happening from the, since the 1930s i think this has been happening for thousands of years we just have millions. go ahead go ahead
0: millions of years maybe
1: probably i mean perhaps they even made the singularity like they they created that singularity that gave way for life on earth like maybe we are just their 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 space ants and they they have this like earth is just their their small ecosystem that they just glance at from their living room
0: this makes me think Uh, you know i i believe in evolution i do but imagining the steps and and the uh uh species evolution that it takes to get from like amoeba like tadpole whatever to 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 a sentient being to someone that can like do science and shit and like make rockets and shit it it seems seems so outlandish that that we came from supposedly like single cell organisms all the way up to to what we are now and then now we're building fucking rockets and shit, and you know, discovering aliens. If that the whole thing sounds so wild when you think about it from like a, a I've had a few to drink perspective, <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it's been Evolutions. like what five hundred years since Earth started to cool down. It's
0: been, and I, I guess what, what I was getting at with that is, uh, do you think aliens have had some kind of influence on that? Like us evolving so quickly, or some other outside beings influencing our evolutionary path in a in a, like an accelerated manner.
1: I think where I think I understand where you're what where you want to get at, but so yes, I do think so. It's out there, but yeah, yeah. no, I. I definitely think so, for example, well, not for example, uh, for context. I have no idea, but I think the Jurassic uh, era was 65 million years ago, and I just know that because of the movie. And I know that there were several um, ages before that. There was the Cretaceous, the. Uh, uh, in Spanish, well, whatever. So. It's been 500 years, uh, 500 million years. And then just in the last 10,000, we went from being uh, homo sapiens, doing things like using tools to open up coconuts, to, to being where we are right now. So, of course, technology advances faster as, as our knowledge gets uh, higher. But it's been a very very accelerated uh learning uh pace don't you think
0: hyper accelerated especially in the past like 10 years you know yeah when did when did the uh the iphone come just for for like context iphone i think came out in
1: 2009 2009 no earlier like
0: yeah Yeah. Uh, i used to sell those bad boys uh back in the day uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was 2007 so uh thinking about like where we were at with with computers and like the fact that well there were there were handheld computers before the iphone i'm just using the iphone because everybody knows the iphone nobody's gonna know what the fuck i'm talking about when i say something about pdas or like <laughs> blackberry yeah so the iPhone, right compared to what we have now Uh and here so what we have now is a fucking phone that can fold out into a tablet so you know we go from
1: a fucking that phone is amazing
0: yeah it's it's nuts it's increased my productivity by like at least 0.3 percent
1: how how much 0.3 (laughs) percent at least (laughs) how much is it like 500 Uh, bucks so, retail
0: cost is about $2,000. Fuck. 2000 US
1: dollars. Did you so get it like... I,
0: uh, b- because of my normie work, um, I got it for less than 1000
1: Oh, um, can you bring me one to Mexico?
0: Maybe. <laughs> maybe. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Maybe we'll, uh, but yeah, so, we go from like iphone which is a very small device like you know you're talking like uh 3.5 inch screen i think was the was the diagonal measurement if i remember correctly so you know all it could do was texting calling and you had a web browser i I, maybe i don't even think it had a web browser in the first iteration of ios but you come all the way to where we're at now and we got the apple vision pro which is like the fucking goggles that you put on your face and it does like the augmented reality mixed reality bullshit around you that is an insane rate of accelerated evolution
1: of technology
0: it almost seems inhuman
1: yeah do you remember the movie well we've talked about is in the interstellar movie how cooper uh played by matthew mcconaughey he uh He gives all of the data for an equation through binary code from the future to the past through a watch. So he gave his daughter the key for accelerated evolution because, well, not evolution, accelerated technology growth because the the technology or the knowledge was not enough uh at that point so maybe maybe someone's handing out information or te- or technological pieces just just bits and pieces so that we can advance faster i do believe yeah. that because it's it's incredibly stupid how just how you mentioned 10 years ago the iphone was just a uh glorified uh no no Nokia so
0: yeah it was a what was it personal data assistant PDA you know you could
1: email and shit on it yeah i mean like 15 well not 15 20 years ago people were receiving 120 character messages on their their little device that you had to call an operator yeah. and tell them Yo, can you tell my my cousin that I I will meet him on the Fourteenth Street in thirty in thirty minutes, and they were like, yeah. "Yeah, it's it's gonna be ten bucks." Yeah, okay, because that's that's how much it was to relate that information to a mobile device, and that's what that that was around the two thousands.
0: That was not that long ago, but now, you can put on a fucking a pair of like crazy dystopian looking glasses and FaceTime with your avatar of yourself with your fucking grandma and, you know, across the world. We've come so far in such short time.
1: Yeah, and one one thing is true. The more technology you have, the easier it is to, to keep advancing. Advanced. So it's just so, like a chessboard.
0: Think about this. So, uh... You know, related to the to the hearing today, uh, the the military guy, Rush, he, he was talking about propulsion systems, and uh, you know he has a degree in uh, physics, I think it was, <laughs> and he was like, these crafts don't uh, have any any kind of known propulsion system uh, that we can that we can even understand, so how do we go from just now really figuring out uh rockets and shit to anti-gravity propulsion systems we would have to have the help of beings that that use those like i don't i don't know how like looking at something you can't even fathom how do you reverse engineer
1: yeah and they were saying that all of this reverse engineering definitely had some uh some, I don't know the word in English. Uh, like like when someone dies, like you had this. Uh,
0: negative effects. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, I was just going to say that it's just like a chessboard. Once Once you learn something, you just advance one square and that square opens up five more squares of knowledge. Of course, once they, for example, once we understood quantum uh, mechanics, that opens up a world of possibilities to keep advancing in terms of technology and science. But all of these breakthroughs, like the one that you say, they just happen too fast, man. Too fast. Yeah. As if someone was aiding us.
0: That's what I was getting at. I just... I don't know. We've been talking about aliens for a really long time now, and I, I guess we should... <laughs> we should move on from that. Uh, but yeah. I, I think there there are aliens. There, there are definitely admission of... Uh, we have contacted them, and there have been, you know, multiple things, and he agreed to... Uh, talk even more about certain aspects of it in a in a skiff which is like a private hearing uh, not public so we'll see what else comes out but I think it has to be this slow uh this slow rollout uh, or people will go into like mass hysteria because uh, everyone's like oh shit there's aliens like what do now
1: <laughs> yeah and I mean they were preparing us around two months ago. There was all of these uh trending topics about these um things flying over the US.
0: Yeah, the the metallic spheres or whatever floating over the US. Why the US specifically, I don't know.
1: Oh because it it, it has to be on a movie, so
0: it has to be in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Okay, man. <clears throat> But I do think that we have enough time for one last topic.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know what you had in mind, but I, I wanted to talk about some crypto stuff because I don't think we've talked anything about crypto at all this show. I think we, we went straight into into some other stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, all of the topics were uh, very um, conspiracy-like
0: so I have a question from my brother for you. He wants to know do you have any thoughts on Algorand? Do you know anything about Algorand?
1: I've done some research. Um I don't have enough he's knowledge to
0: he's like, he, he doesn't know like, you know, he doesn't know a lot about it, but he's a holder and he's been holding for a long time, so he's like, why should I keep holding? Why shouldn't I just dump for something else, basically?
1: Well, my take on this, and I don't know a lot about Algorand. I just know that I researched like two years ago and I decided not to buy. I can't remember mm. why, but. Mm. The the general advice that I can give, and this is financial advice, you can take it. I live in Mexico, <laughs> you cannot get to me. Um, it's not for Spotify, though. It's not. Yeah. Sorry. This is all happening in Minecraft uh, while I play Skyrim. So yeah. here's the thing. If you really want to, like, if you're in crypto for short-term gains, and by short-term, I mean two to three-year gains, and if you are looking at the bull market that will, may, or may not happen this year or the next one, the halvening is in around a year something like that um yeah so
0: what is it uh, uh, a 3.25 bitcoin that's going to be
1: yeah it's not going to be a lot (laughs) it's going to be nothing but either way when when a halvening happens a bull market is around the corner
0: sure
1: i mean history is not meant to repeat itself but that's just what's been happening over the past 12 years so the well long story short if you're looking for short term gains all of the like i think algorand was part of the narrative or part of the new tokens or coins because it has its own blockchain on the last bull run so if you're looking for tokens and coins that might or might not do a very good wall return Uh, This bull run, you should not stick to the ones that were part of the past bull run. Odds are 99% of them will not reach their all-time high. Obviously, Bitcoin and Ethereum are not part of this conversation, but uh, there are so many new projects out there right now. There are so many new blockchains. The hype is bigger. Uh, The community is younger. You have no past holders that missed a train or two and are just waiting for the next train to dump on you. So if you have been holding something and and sadly Hive goes into the same um, uh, status, if there has been a bull run before and that token was around for that bull run, odds are that in the next one, the token or the coin will not explode because yeah. there's been a lot like it, it, it had its chance if it did explode good for you. If you didn't sell and you're still holding, I would, and that's a personal opinion. I would sell that even at it, even at a loss for something new, for something shiny, people like new things, people like, the hype people like the expectation um people definitely don't like old holders waiting to dump on you once the token reaches their their entry price or reaches their goal uh sell price so if i was your friend and i was holding algorand for a long time i would research new projects definitely i'm still holding high because of the um the foundations and the. I, have
0: a, I don't even consider have like a like anything that I'm like trading. So
1: yeah, not at all. It's just something that I hold, expecting but a twenty year return, not not a I've short ne- term return.
0: I've never held Algorand. I've I've done a little bit of research on the project here and there. Um, I don't really like their governance mechanism at all. I think it's kind of centralized and you know. I don't really agree with it, but hey, they've got a, they've supposedly got a lot of businesses that are going to be using it, whatever. Um, but I think if you're talking about it in terms of an investment, I am of the opinion that, uh, and this is all happening in Minecraft and none of this is real. I am of the opinion that uh, true. Uh, decentralized finance platforms are going to be the forefront of the next bull run. Through decentralized finance. Like Thor Chain. Yep. Like Maya. You know, cross-chain decentralized uh, swap platforms. Uh, especially ones that support privacy coins. <clears throat> yeah. What do you...
1: I don't know, man. I have been farming airdrops for a while now. I need to make a post. Well, not for a while, like two weeks.
0: Don't That's... make a post. Just send me a DM. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where, I... where go, what do. Yeah. Uh, and I'll, I'll I'll jump off the cliff right there with you, buddy. It wouldn't be the first. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not the first time that we're going to lose money together.
0: Blaze is making his appearance with buddy? Blaze buddy
1: <laughs> you're so loud it's okay <laughs> i mean you have zk Think you have polygon zero knowledge you have linear you have uh even the metamask you have Dbank you have i mean there's at least you have venom um neon link you have at least, at the very least, 20 new blockchains coming out. And it's not a coincidence that they are launching one year before the halvening with so many new ideas and with so, like, such a different tech than all of the coins that went out and the blockchains that came out uh, in the last cycle. That, I don't know. If you're holding Algorand, you you might do a 10x. But if you're investing because of you want of want of the what the fuck I forgot English. If you're investing because you want a return, a quick return, a two year return, then don't buy old cycle coins. Like get a new one. If you're buying because of because you believe in the foundations or because you believe in the narrative or the long-term value proposition like i do with hive like we do with hive then that's fine but if you're buying or if you're holding because you think it's going to explode if it's like a coin from an old cycle i would just get out research yep. and get something else something new maybe that something that hardcore. hasn't even dropped
0: yeah i was a hardcore bag holder of um, do, do you are you familiar with harmony one at all yeah, uh, Harmony
1: was amazing in 2018.
0: I was I was such a hardcore bag holder. I wrote so many articles about how to like do DeFi shit on Harmony and it just went to shit. You know, I was a hardcore bag holder. I was like I'm never fucking selling. And it, at some point I was just like, you know what? I got to cut my losses. This this it exploded. It it did its thing. You know, it's dead. Uh, I don't know the direction of it now. Same thing with XDai. Do you remember XDai? at all? Yeah, that uh, was, was probably
1: like, two cycles ago.
0: Yeah, it, it was it was a while ago. I mean, it was it was like the uh, kind of like an Ethereum side chain. You could do transactions with XDI and you would pay one cent transaction fees as opposed to whatever the fees were on Ethereum. And you know, I wrote a lot of a lot of articles on how to do DeFi shit on XDI as well. And now it's Gnosis Chain, and I don't really know anything about it, uh, but it's kind of dead. So, I don't hold those anymore. Lost them in a boating accident, actually. And uh, (laughs) I don't hold anything anymore. Out of love. I was was once an adventurer. But then I took an arrow to the knee. And it just happened on a boat. And I happen to have my my drives with me. And, unfortunately, I don't get to to buy Lambos and stuff when all Mm -hmm. of you do. So...
1: I mean, the best example is Chainlink. Oh, God. Yeah. Chainlink or even Zilliqa. They were so popular back in 2018 and 2019.
0: You you remember ICP, Internet Computer?
1: Yes, it was so hyped up. It went to the moon, to the literal moon. And people...
0: dollars 300 something dollars per per coin whatever
1: yeah what is it right now seven dollars i have no idea but it, i'd it... be
0: surprised if it was more than than two dollars i don't know i don't really look at prices like that but it was this like insanely like iota same thing like all these like og shit coins that we're talking about now like i don't know all that shit's kind of dead so I wouldn't say Aggren's dead. I I just, if you're looking for an increase, like he's saying, uh, maybe it's not the place to be. Yeah. Maybe look at something like Rune or like my uh, Cacao. uh, You know, something like that. Yeah. Like Hive for the foundation.
1: There's plenty of new blockchains coming out. ICP just a year and three months ago was. 460 dollars at the all-time high it's 450 right now it's it, it's four dollars right now so it did a 99 percent drop and most of the altcoins did and believe me in this next cycle those won't be the coins that will do a 100x a 1000x anyone who's holding <laughs> expecting that in my opinion in my skyrim opinion is yeah. just delusional said the same goes for algorand
0: do you think uh as far in this we can end on this topic do you think uh in terms of a privacy coin uh that it would be better oh well not better do you think which do you think is better litecoin with mimblewimble or uh, uh like monero like xmr or maybe even dash which do you think is more privacy focused and would make more sense to integrate into like a, a cross-chain swap platform because Maya just integrated Dash yeah. and I posted that on, on threads and I got some mixed reviews and I was like why I, I support this
1: I mean Monero has top tier devs and maybe even got tier devs uh, in the end I'm going to be completely honest. I have no enough knowledge to say I support this or I don't support this. Uh, I know you have Zcash, you have Dash, you have Monero. Um, Monero is probably the safe bet in terms of people knowing about it. People knowing that it's the perfect privacy coin just because it's the popular one, not because it's the good, it's the best one. Um, for example, i didn't even know that Dash was a privacy coin i I just learned about it ten seconds ago. I knew about Dash I so heard it's about not,
0: it it's not primarily a privacy coin it's Dash is digital cash, and it you know at one point, I think one dash at like nine hundred something fucking dollars like it blew up in 2017 uh it's probably down 99 percent now which price to me on a privacy coin is kind of irrelevant i think it's more about the technology and being able to like transact in a in a fully private way so fuck the price i'm talking more about the technology so dash has the option to do private transactions uh kind of like zcash like zcash is not fully private it's like pseudo pseudo anonymous uh, and then you can like pay a higher fee to do like a z transaction if i remember correctly something like that um but yeah so dash getting integrated into maya which maya is a cross-chain liquidity protocol where you could say swap um you know bitcoin for uh, for rune or you know, bitcoin for ethereum in a in a totally decentralized way Being able to do that with privacy coins is is a huge win for people that don't like their crypto activity being tracked. Even though some would argue that Dash is a centralized company. The technology is still great. I don't know if it's centralized or not. I'm no expert.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Food for thought. I honestly haven't really... Gotten into privacy coins because now nah, my government is not up to my ass, and, and there's so fewer regulations here. But yeah, I'm really gonna get like dive into this, especially if yeah. there's a global government cooking somewhere in Sweden or in Switzerland yeah. or.
0: Well. You know, there's there's also, uh, you know, there's other privacy-oriented things like Litecoin. And I would, I would use Litecoin before I would use Bitcoin in terms of actually using it to, like, pay for something. Uh, just because it, it's faster and the fees are lower. Yeah, I the fees are so low. Yeah, I would definitely use Litecoin. And I do frequently use Litecoin. And even Bitcoin Cash. So, burn me at the stake. But I use Bitcoin Cash because it's fast and it has low fees. Um, but, uh, Litecoin has, uh, Mimblewimble, which is a privacy protocol now. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know, there, there's a lot, a lot of privacy coin shit, um, that I would love to discuss more, but, uh, I think we'll kill it there, I think we've, uh, done a deep dive on a lot of shit, and I think we've had a, had a pretty good time, I'll have one more drink to you guys.
1: I was even considering getting a, like having a tequila shot, but I'm going to be strong. I be need, strong. Yeah. I need to learn to we be strong. A, I don't want to end up drunk as fuck on High Fest. We have important
0: stuff to do at like 7 a.m. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh.
1: I'm drunk. Yes. Yeah. Be ready for tomorrow. It,
0: the show is evolving and we're happy uh, to share it with you guys.
1: Yes. This was amazing. Pretty good show.
0: Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, And if you're on Spotify and shit, thanks for listening later. We'll catch you next
1: week. Peace. See you, guys. See you, Phil.